The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gigillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson and it's August 8th. The Battle of Amiens started on this day in 1918, which was the start of the last hundred days of World War I. A lot of World War I before this point was a stalemate along the Western Front. And that stalemate had dragged on since 1914. Both sides had dug into these systems of trenches to try to give soldiers protection against the devastating weapons of machine guns and artillery. The trenches did protect the troops from the machine guns, but it also meant that once they were dug in, they couldn't go anywhere. They were sacrificing their mobility for their safety. So to try to move the line and to gain territory in this kind of a war, you had to assault the other side's trench across no man's land, which was the gap in between the trenches. Common tactic was to use a creeping barrage. This was artillery that was supposed to fall just ahead of the advancing infantry to provide some cover to clear out the enemy. But a lot of times this didn't go as planned. The artillery would get too far ahead. It would basically serve as a warning, or it would start too early and warn the other side of what was coming. Or it would tear up the ground so much that the soldiers couldn't get through effectively. 
Sometimes it fell short, and it killed the advancing soldiers before they got to where they were going. In the Battle of Amiens, though, it combined all of the available military technologies that the Allies had into one coordinated assault that was not primarily a creeping barrage and an infantry advance. It built off an Allied success in an earlier battle that had taken place on July 4th, 1918. That had been planned out by Lieutenant General John Monash of Australia. Monash had been a civil engineer. He was not a career military man. And that fresh way of looking at things has been credited with the way that he approached this battle. He used fake troop movements, bogus radio transmissions, artillery, smoke shells, air support, and tanks all together. The tanks plowed through the Germans' barbed wire and they delivered supplies from behind the advancing infantry. The infantry later said it was the best supplied they had ever been in a battle. Some of the aircraft that they chose for this mission were old ones. They picked these on purpose because their engines were so loud that it would cover up the sound of the tanks. The Battle of Amiens was much the same. It attacked a bulging point in the German lines outside the city of Amiens, which was a critical communication and railway hub. This attack brought together all of the military technologies that they had. There was air support, there was artillery, tanks, infantry, Canadian and Australian troops formed the spearhead for the advance onto the German lines in a war that had really been dominated by battles that dragged on for months and saw massive casualties in exchange for at most a few meters of land gained. They advanced eight miles or 13 kilometers just on the first day. They liberated more than 100 towns and villages They also captured a gun that had been used to shell the city of Amiens from a very long way away. Apart from the military success for the Allies, this attack revealed the terrible morale of the German army at this point. Quartermaster General Erich Ludendorff called this, quote, the Black Day of the German army in the history of the war. 12,000 German soldiers were taken captive, and there were huge numbers of reported surrenders. This win for the Allies launched the last hundred days of pushing the German army back toward Germany in what came to be known as the Hundred Days Offensive. It ultimately led to the November 11, 1918 armistice and later the Treaty of Versailles that formally ended the war. Thanks to Tari Harrison for her audio skills on this podcast, and you can learn more about this battle on the August 6th, 2018 episode of Stuff You Missed in History Class, which includes more about the aftermath and how this was also part of the lead-up to World War II. You can subscribe to this day in history class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Tune in tomorrow for the best of wives, the best of women, who was anything but helpless. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 